What's up, brother from another mother? Yeah, that place will be. Yeah, that place will be. You know it's the podcast. That's a letter G on your boys are now. What's up, yo? It's the B Fan Podcast. We're back. Christian, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? First off, I just want to say, as an upset Yankees fan, congrats. Okay. You did it. You, got, you won right. the wild card game. Whatever. All right. Ready? I think we need to do this together. And I think you 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 definitely know it. Ready? Ready? Yankees suck. Yankees <laughs> suck. Yankees. Yankees suck. <laughs> yeah, no. See, see, the, the the problem with the Yankees is has it's been the problem the whole season. They, they're too cocky for their own good. They think they're so much better than they actually are. Explain to me, Colin. Why are they so cocky? What, what like who's cocky? Bronx Bombers. That's dude, you, that's, that's okay. been their that's been their nickname for like decades. Oh, oh, I, I know, I know, I know. But that's that's the whole thing with the Yankees. This is it's it's Bronx Bombers thing, right? And and what happens? Uh, uh, first, I think it was the first inning, first inning in the wild card game. Um, John Carlo hits that bomb and he stares at it. I yeah, no, I've heard so mad. It took him 13 seconds to get to first base. Yeah. That's way, way too long, way too long. And he was looking at it like it was gone. Um, the the Yankees radio announcer, world famous has been for a while, John Sterling. Okay, I don't know if you heard the call yet, Colin. Uh, we should play the audio if we can, um, because I think it's it's actually hilarious. The pitch to Stanton. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Out of the ballpark. A Stantonian home run. Now, what did, what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? He's at first base. He goes, it is high. It yeah. is far. It is gone. It's out of the ballpark. Why is he standing on John first? Carlo, John Carlo, John uh, Stanton, whatever, right? And then, and then he goes, wait, what did I miss? Why He's is standing he on, on first. Yeah. Why is he on first what did base? I, and, and I listen to a lot of, a lot of ball games. Um you know, if the, if the Red Sox aren't in town or things like that, and I'm on the road, I'll, I'll listen to the ball game. And I can't imagine, I honestly cannot imagine a wild card game so important as this one. If, if I was listening to it as a Yankee fan on the road, really into it. And the guy hypes me up that much. He 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 hypes it up that much. I would I would be screaming in my car. Yeah. If that's the way, if, if I was a visual. Yankee fan, yeah, and I have no visual, I would be going nuts. That's a crazy way to start the game, and to get ahead that early would have been sick. And like I was saying, the 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 significance of the game was huge. So the I think it was one of the worst mess ups in in a, in a while in a while and. And they've been mocking it on WEI all day. And I, I just get, I literally laugh out loud to myself listening to it because it's that bad. And he's such a great announcer. I, I'm yeah. not even like, you know, he's, he's actually a great announcer called, called so many amazing games and has so many taglines, but he, he really messed that one up. He really messed that one up. It's probably, I mean, part of that probably was because Stan was just staring it down. Like usually a ball player knows when, it, like, if they hit a homer, it, they know it's a homer. But obviously, Stan was underestimating the height of the Green Monster. 
this. And I, he, as he was literally walking, I was, or no, when I saw the replay and I was like, you only got a single out of that. I'm like run, you asshole. Just, just run. Like, yeah. You never know. And I think, I think part of it had to do with that. He hit those two big home runs in Fenway park, not even a week ago. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and I think he probably got the same amount of contact with the ball. And um, John Carlo was even saying after the game that he, he was making, he was making excuses for himself. He was saying, he said, one, that ball would go out in any other park besides Fenway. And only. two, and, and two, that, that would be, it, it was a cold night and the ball wasn't carrying as much as it would on a typical summer I mean, night. That's kind of true, but. Fair, but then what happens at the bottom half of the inning? You you have you have um uh fuck uh, uh Bogarts Bogarts sends it to yeah. center field. No, yeah, it's not that it can't center. not that it can't be done, but it probably did feel similar. And like on a normal night, maybe it felt the same and it would go out. But only I think it was only eleven other ballparks that ball would have went out. So like, really? I I didn't even I didn't even hear that. It, yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know how far it went. Me either. And, but, oh, uh, <laughs> but all I know, I heard that in 11 other ballparks, it was gone. Oh, okay. Okay. But okay, let's be honest. If there sense. was no, well, if there's no green monster in Fenway, it's like every other park with just a normal fence. He stand has three homers that game. Exactly. It, but the thing is, it's we're playing in Fenway park. I know. So it, it does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. And, and, I just think the Yankees, you know, especially the Yankees fan base, I swear, the day the Yankees pass the Red Sox in the standings, all of a sudden, all these Yankee fans came out of the woods like, oh, these, these Red Sox, oh, the Red Sox, oh, they fucking do. And they came out of the woods like they were all, all this hot, hot bunch of mess. No way, no way. In a one-game playoff, we, we beat you guys 10 times out of 10. That's all I'm saying. It's pinstripe pride. Come on now. When you're wearing those pinstripes, you got to feel it. The love. Aaron Judge, he was like, I want to wear these pinstripes forever. There's a reason for it. Come on. Uh, yeah, because they gave him the judge chambers. I mean, and, it, and <laughs> he was a rookie, right? Didn't they give that to him when he was a rookie? The judge chambers? Is that what they call it? I I'm don't pretty know. sure that's what they call it. It's a section in, in, in Yankee Stadium where it's dedicated to Aaron. It's like the judge chambers. It's like uh, where the judge would sit. You know what I mean? Actually, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Wow. I swear well, to God. we're we're gonna put a picture of it right now because there is and <laughs> you'll the find judge, it and you'll put it in there the judge chambers yeah like he's so it's so crazy it's so crazy to me and i think i think aaron boone's out of there to be honest i think he's out of there i mean they are the highest paying like they, they have the highest payroll amongst all their players in the in the entire mlb and they can't make the playoffs like they can't. I heard an astronomical number about how much money they spend on their on their uh, players, and I don't know like what the timeline was, uh, but I heard it was like in the billions of dollars in the probably past, like, they 10 spent years. they spent three hundred million on Garrett Cole. Yeah, it's three hundred million. It's, I know, and, and you can't get out of the third Colin, to knock it out of the third inning in a wild card game. A must win. Yeah, and every, everybody, everybody's saying, oh, he only made it third inning. He didn't even make it all three innings. He didn't finish that inning. He no. only got two two and two-thirds. Uh, so it's like, man, way to, way to drop drop the ball, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
in, in, in such a big, in su- such a big game. And, and the crowd at Fenway, cause, cause I was there and I, you know, cause you know, I, I work there, you know what yeah. I mean? And, 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 you know, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about what the crowd was like there. Um, and you know, this is my first season. I've never been to a playoff game. I've, I've never been to a playoff baseball game. Um, so I don't really know what that af- atmosphere is like uh, out of experience. So I'm thinking Red Sox, Yankees, wild cards is going to be insane. I just didn't recognize how insane it would get. It, it was a young, hungry, ready to watch baseball crowd every pitch. You know? Yeah, I saw a bunch of like viral, not a bunch of viral clips, but like some decently viral clips of like a bunch of Red Sox fans like at the game just like going nuts. Did you see like any like people that you thought were like famous YouTubers or anything there? Like, I I didn't I didn't see uh but you know there's also forty thousand people that go yeah, to these true. games so it, it it's you know and especially when it's such a big crowd you can't really you know figure out who's the YouTuber and who's not you know that's true I mean? Any, anybody that's got a phone could be a YouTuber yeah like 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 us right Colin actually <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah no, so it's I, crazy how like you know like when when people are, are like yo we won we won. But like they don't, they're not part of the team. But you could be like, "Yo, we won," because like you get affected by it. Actually, yeah, yeah. I know some people hate hate when uh, when they're like, "Oh, like like you said, like we won," or like, yeah, you know, like, are you part like of the when team? you talk about your teams as if you're a part of the team? Well, well, I, my, my checks get signed by John Henry, and I got ex, I got time and a half or whatever because the MLB pays pays that so i get i literally get paid by the mlb and by the owner of the i I mean i work for the red sox you know like your livelihood is affected i i I literally because because now i have to work a few more shifts and i get a more opportunity to make money which is actually you know really cool and that's why these games you know directly affect me now so um which is you know, has his upsides and its and its downsides because you don't really know how to schedule yourself and and sometimes, especially when you're going into the playoffs and you don't know if there's going to be a series after the next one or you don't know if the Tampa Bay Rays are going to take two in Tampa and then come into Boston, then that's a winner go home game. Um, so you know, there's just so many variables that go into these things and. Yeah, we're at the we're at the biggie, and we're like, we're at the biggie during the last on Sunday, right? The last day of MLB regular season, and like you didn't know if yeah. you were gonna have to work the next day or the day after because the games weren't over yet. Yes, because if they had gone to a four way tie, that would mean that a game would have to be on Monday, and that was the the day after. So yeah. when we're sitting here watching the scores and. Socks are down five to one. I'm thinking oh I gotta go God. to work tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn, I got I gotta go to work tomorrow. I wonder what time I'm going in. I wonder where I'm gonna be put, where my post is at, like all these other things. And and then next thing you know, they come back five five. And it's like, wow, it's starting to get a game, and they end up winning. And I'm like, all right, now I have an extra day to soak this in, take it all in get ready to go for, for Yankees Tuesday. coming town. Wow, wow, dude. I should wow. say this. And, and I actually, 
I know. I know. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. But, I mean, the huge turn of the game, I would say, was that the the play at the plate. Yeah. Phil. Right? I bet I bet 90% of the people tweeting about Phil Nevin right now have never heard about him until that night, about the third base coach I, for the Yankees. I sure haven't. I, I, I yeah, haven't either, I, actually. I didn't either. And I also tweeted about him. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like fuck that guy whoever that guy is now like well it's well it's true because it, it really cost them they would have been one out with a guy on second and third it's and, like almost a guaranteed and, at least one run like yeah almost right but valdi was dealing he was he was dealing all night and then what what did what did alex court alex court do he took him out so early I thought I thought it was the bad decision to take Avaldi out when he did, just because you know Avaldi might have let up a home run, sure. Um, and then I think it was a single that went on, and then immediately, yeah, Alex Cora runs out there. He's like, "Get the to, fuck to out of here!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess you know that might have been part of the plan, you know. Um, but man, I I I, I know I'm not alone in feeling that that it was a bad decision by by court to, to pull um to pull Evaldi, but when it I mean, comes down to it we we want to say game. was it was it a bad decision like you only maybe gave a, not a bad decision maybe questionable like why well well it was a bad decision but i don't think it was a mistake no because you can't say it's a mistake you understand what out. i'm saying yeah exactly so I, I i don't think it was the right thing to do but i'm also not a coach in in the for the Red Sox, you know what I mean. So who am I to say? But um, well, but do yeah, you think? Man, I, do you think it was the right mm-hmm. thing to send Judge? Like it's about like you could be aggressive. Like it's okay to be aggressive in a must win game, but it's also like you're down three, you you have a good setup coming, second and third, one out. Like, would like what do you think? Like, is it okay to be aggressive in that situation? I think he probably was assuming now the Red Sox have one of the worst defenses in the league. So yes. So we are very bad defensively. It's almost a different defensive lineup. Every game it's different. Every game with depending on who's on second, who's on first, who's in center, who's in left. Yep. That's pretty much where it goes. And then, um, you know, when you throw into the mix a situation like, did you hear about what happened to J.D. Martinez? Did I? So J- yeah. Did, no. Did you hear about that? I don't so think I did. J.D. Mart, I don't think you you might not have realized, but J.D. Martinez didn't play in that wild card game. Did Did you really? realize that at all? I don't yeah. think I did. Yeah. So he didn't play because he against the Washington Nationals, they had to throw J.D. Martinez in right field. And as J.D. Martinez is running out to right field, he trips on second base and destroys his ankle. They take him out of the game. What? And it blew up like crazy. Like, like his, like his ankle was swollen. Like, like a, like, I don't even know. It was just, it was just very swollen and he was not able to play. And it's his left foot too. And that's his plant foot when he's hitting. So even if he was like, able to play a little bit they would have made him available to possibly come in for a uh uh what is it called um uh when you put a batter in what oh, dh why am i 
no, 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 not, not, no, 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 not DJ. Oh, not pinch DJ. hitter, pinch hitter, pinch hitter, pinch hitter. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> when when they bring in a pinch hitter, because because usually the Sox have a, a guy or two that can really come in and 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 fill that spot. So if he was even close to feeling comfortable with that swing, I I guarantee they would have put him in there at least to pinch hit if if necessary. But he wasn't suited up, so. Uh, and I and I hear that he's that he's also um, he might not be able to to play in the in the race series now. Right. Wow. So a lot of people were joking around saying, you know, like uh, they haven't moved second base in 150 years. So I don't understand what it is. <laughs> like like what like how does that how do those weird things happen? man? Yeah. It's, That's bad know, luck. It, it stinks. But but going along with what I was saying, like the Red Sox defense is not there. Like if we're throwing JD Martinez in the outfield, it's a bad, it's a bad thing. It's a bad, bad situation. I would say I would love for him to be a DH. Um, and there's so many different ways you can move the lineup around uh, and they have all season. Uh, so I can understand why he sent judge. Now I do you don't think he really had that in remember. mind though. Do you think he had that in mind? Or hundred percent. Like, or he, he has like, to fucking go. He has to because it's not like it's a secret. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a secret that the Sox are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. But who threw and it? Who threw it from? I don't. I don't know the roster off the top of my head. Who threw it from center? I believe I think it, it was, was Verdugo, and Verdugo is one has played so bad. I mean, so bad in center field. Oh, really? Like, like he doesn't have a good arm. Not that he doesn't have a good arm. It, it's he he doesn't know how to judge the wall in center field yet and okay. there were there were a stretch of games where he just could not figure it out out there and and it was bad for for a good part of august and and in in into september uh it, it was it was not good defensively from the red sox and uh, we started getting better you know what? Because uh, Kike Hernandez, uh, yeah, Kike is one of the one of the best center fielders in the league. He just sometimes has to play second because that's just the need that he has to fill. And then we put Verdugo in in center, but especially because it went in, into center field against Verdugo and the fact that uh, Xander cut it off. Like, yeah, imagine if Verdugo tries to throw him out directly from center field. Oh, he's not. Yeah, like, like Judge would be safe, right? Yeah. So, so he was out by all, a mile. Like he was, and it, and I'll be honest, it took the Sox a little while to get it down there. It wasn't the most perfect relay yeah. I've ever seen in my. But life. it was also from first to home. Yeah, that's true. So that's and, a chug. And but let's think about this too. Now, refresh my memory, Colin. Do you remember how Aaron Judge got on first? Was that that bang bang play? that he'd I, be out uh it might have been because i can't think of another time he was on first i can't either so so we'll go with that for now okay so not only did aaron judge just show that he's willing to beat out a ground ball yeah and that he wants it even though he's 6'8 and not that tall he can still beat out that ground ball to short so with all these things coming into play yeah Fresh on your memory, you see Judge is ready to go. He's quick. He's, uh, you know, willing to dig deep and 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 do it. Um, also combined with the fact that 
the Sox have a have a really bad defense, along with the fact that Verdugo wasn't center. I I think it wasn't a terrible terrible decision by the third base coach. But with that being said, if he was a little bit not as aggressive, again you have second and third one out, and now you have the the um you have the winning run up to bat. So yeah, I so mean, you never it, like you never know what's gonna happen at that point. Yeah. I think I think Gallo ended up Gallo ended up popping out short right past shortstop. So like it wouldn't have got him home anyway. But at bats change when base or bases are changed and pitching changes. So like you never know what could happen if they just stayed. Yeah, and then that Fenway crowd gets louder on that two and two count, three and two count. You know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> and that and that changes the 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 sequence of pitches that's gonna that's gonna follow because if you have two outs, it doesn't matter if you let up a fly ball, right? Yeah. So if you're a pitcher and you need a ground ball, you can't have a base hit, right? Because a base hit scores a run. You need a ground ball, so it you you throw different pitches than you typically would. So uh, maybe things would have, would have changed had that not happened, but that was definitely the turning point in the game. And that was the Yankees chance to switch the momentum around. Um, and it just yeah. it didn't work out. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Colin, but your Yankees did not show up. No, they did not show up. They didn't, they didn't, but you know what New York team did though, right? Oh, what New York teams did. <laughs> Yes, sir. The New York Giants and the New York Jets. What a great day for New York. Oh, wait. Well, that day was not. No, that was on Sunday, right? Yeah. So that's when the Yankees, Giants, and Jets won. Oh, that's true. They did win that, that Judge, day. Judge hit a walk-off into the postseason. And mm. then it just gets fucking crushed. Yeah. But anyway, so sad. the Giants and Jets, surprise winners. Surprise yeah, surprise winners. winners. Especially... Uh, I would say the Jets more than the Giants. Oh, 100%. Yeah, just because, dude, I cannot even begin to explain to you the frustration it gets to me when everybody around me, not it's not even just Patriots fans, but it's Jets fans too. Now I have some buddies that are Jets fans that I know, and and after that first Jets loss, everybody's like, Oh my God, Sam Darnold looks so much better than, than, than Zach Wilson. And I'm like, okay, but it was Zach Wilson's first game. Of, like, of course, yeah. Sam Darnold has three years three of experience. Four, yeah. his belt. He's not going to look the same. Like, like what? And then the game after he throws four interceptions against the Patriots. Now I understand that is not a good stat line. Okay. I, uh-huh. I, I completely understand that. Well, let's not forget Bill Belichick, right? They were playing the Patriots. Bill Belichick is the best head coach against rookie quarterbacks. I don't think, I don't remember what the stat was, but Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks is insanely yeah, it's good. It's probably he, like, yeah. It's insanely good. And, and he, and he does something to these rookie quarterbacks where he throws so many different looks, so many different schemes at him at once that it really does mess with their head. And that's why, you know, Sam Darnold's like, I'm seeing ghosts. He thought oh my people God, were coming. I forgot about that. Right? I because forgot about that. Because he thought people that. were coming from places that they weren't actually coming. He was yeah. worried 
that they were coming. And that's where that, that term, the ghost, like, like he wasn't seeing There was ghosts, nobody there. You know what I mean? There, yeah. there was nobody there, but he was still worried that someone would be there because like of what Bill their, Belichick did a play before. Feel their presence almost. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and more than he was comfortable with. And they should have never put that uh, on live television. But I digress. Um, I feel like when, Zach Wilson is just going to like not be the same as Sam, but like I feel like he's a good quarterback. And it's just they're both just getting fucked by the Jets organization. Yes, well, I I need to let Jets fans know, okay, that it is okay. Like, <laughs> I am so fine with this season being a losing season because we have a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback with basically a rookie off- offensive line right uh with Makai Becton right and he's hurt right now uh Quentin uh Quentin Williams who's on his second or, or second or third year it's like we have such a young team that I don't expect much I just want to see improvement now mm-hmm. like when I have Jets fans actually coming to me and saying we made the wrong decision by giving away Sam Darnold. It, it blows my mind because you can't even, you can't even say that yet now. Yeah. And, and I knew, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen that everybody would say, say, Oh, now that Sam Darnold's not on the jets. Oh, now he's a good quarterback. He was making dots all three years. He was there. <laughs> right. Like, like actually really great throws. And I'm sitting over here, like, Yo, did you see that? Did you see that uh, thing against the 49ers, bro? Like, that was a sick pass. And they're like, Jets fucking sucks. Uh, Sam Darrell sucks. Like, never going to do nothing. And I'm just like, man, bro. But then as soon as they trade him, they start showing all these highlights. And they're like, whoa, Sam Darrell is pretty good. Whoa, I didn't I didn't even notice. And I'm like, you just didn't want to look. Yeah, you didn't know because no one wants to watch the Jets. <laughs> yeah. When he's and, the Jets, no one wants to notice. And, dude, we won two games. Two games with Sam Darnold last season. Yeah. Two. What? What? You want Sam Darnold back? You think Sam Darnold's going to be our our savior? Are are you out of your mind? He's a solid quarterback, but he needs a solid roster around him, which he does not have or didn't have. He needed a change just as much as the Jets needed a change. It, it was mutually beneficial, I believe, for Sam Darnold and the Jets to part ways because it's going to be better for his career and the Jets now have some time to, to rebuild a rebuild because that Adam Gaze uh, experiment just did not work at all. He's, yeah, oh, all gas, no gaze. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I'm really excited for this season and this opportunity. I just want to start off thanking Christopher Johnson, Mike McKagan, the rest of the Jets organization. I know he is uh, intelligent, forward-thinking, aggressive. He's, he's to paraphrase, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Literally his first day. <laughs> Literally his first on crack. Day, he, <gasps> what? What? High as a you know, fucking like, kite, dude. I don't know what he was on. I don't know what he was on, but he was on something. And 
from day one, I'm like, this guy looks like a weirdo. Looks like a weirdo. Just like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I just really, really get upset when people are already starting to, to get on um, Zach Wilson saying that he sucks, that he's never going to be good. And then, and then what happens? He plays Tennessee and he has a, 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 an immaculate game. I think he did very well against Tennessee. And now, now they're like, Oh, jets are balling jets. Like, you know, Oh, Zach Wilson actually does like people get so caught up in the moment. Yeah. And I'm over here thinking two, three years ahead. You know what I mean? Like people over here sulking that he threw four picks. Like these are growing pains that are, that are going to happen. If you go look at Peyton Manning's, uh, Peyton Manning's uh, stats in his rookie year, he threw tons and tons and tons and tons of in- interceptions. He w- he was a dog crap quarterback his first season as a as a rookie. Peyton Manning, yeah, the so, Peyton Manning. So was Eli. Actually, I don't remember the stats, but I know that Eli had a shitty record too. So I am not concerned. I but, am not. But that's that the way of concern. That's the way of the past. Everyone now they want. They want Baker Mayfield. They want someone that turns the Browns into a top two team in the AFC in a year or two. They want Kyler Murray, who takes over Josh Rosen as a as a number one pick and turns them into an undefeated team two or three years down the line. That's what they want. They don't want. So because I feel like with with the way things have been going within the past five or five or six years is that, you know, there are really good rookie quarterbacks that come out and um and really show out in their first season and really make a big difference and then what happens is the next season you have guys all around the league that are like 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 d hop right d hop mm-hmm. then goes to the cardinals because he's like you know it, it like seems Kyler. like a good destiny yeah. yeah you know what i mean and then when baker comes you know you got uh i don't remember who was i think was odell there before baker uh, I couldn't even tell you. They have so many quarterback changes. I don't know. No, no. Baker was there before Odell. Yes, because that's what that's that's what I thought too. Yeah, Baker was there before Odell. Because and, Baker, Baker got drafted with Saquon and Saquon and Odell played together. And then what about Jarvis Landry? Wait, I don't think Jarvis they? Landry was there was there before before Baker. So I don't know. what yeah. happens is these rookie quarterbacks do really well, and then that's when the free agents start coming along and and um recognizing that this is a team they want to be a part of and and help build um but the problem is when you got a coach like adam gaze no one wants to play for a guy like that yeah so no we're not going to have a ton of free agent talks went with a guy like sam darnold even though he did look really good but now when you have a coach like robert salah who is very well respected by a lot of different people in the league um, it, it becomes a whole different story. And I think Zach Wilson just needs to keep his head and not let, not let any of the doubters get in. Cause even Jets fans were like, Oh, I miss, I miss Sammy. Oh, I miss Sammy. Oh, well go be a, a fucking Panthers fan. If you care that much about Sam Darnold. Now I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think there's anything wrong with Sam Darnold. He's doing good too. I picked him up. He is fan- doing good. I picked him up and- in fantasy this morning. <laughs> And now what just breaking news happened today? Stephon Gilmore going to the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be a good team. They're yeah. going to be a good team. And, and it's I, like, honestly, I don't think they're going to be that good, especially with McCaffrey out right now. They're, they've beaten like, I don't think they've beaten a great team. I can't remember the roster off the top of my head, but I, be- I think that 
I think they'll be better than any Jets team that Sam Darnold played on. You're right. You know and what I yes, mean? Yes, definitely. Something that's worth watching on Sundays, yeah. you know, um, that is worthy of an underdog bet every once in a while. Like, you know, like the, the Jets just, you can't, you, you don't have that sense of security when, when you watch the Jets. But things are starting to change. It's literally the beginning of an of a entire culture change. It, it, it's just like we people just need to be patient so when do you now, when do you consider zach wilson a bust if he becomes one I'm just saying when, how long what are the does the team record have to be bad or like can his stats be good and record be bad so let me ask you colin even though i'm so i'm, I'm answering your question with a question mm-hmm. um i have a feeling I know even though sam darnold didn't have a winning season with the jets would you have considered him a bust? I guess so because no, 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 right? No, no, okay, no, no, no. Not after the not after the first not after the first year, no. But when you take a someone's second or third or fourth overall, you're hoping that they're the, your franchise guy. You're hoping that he is your franchise guy, and he wasn't, right? Yes, but I. It's not when I think of a bust. I think of someone that you pick and literally has no value. So like, there's nothing you can do with him. Like Julio but we Okafor. traded. Yeah, yeah, right? Like and and just doesn't doesn't become anything that he was made out to be. Sam Donald is still developing, he's still getting better. Think about Josh Allen. His first season wasn't too great. Now year 3, year 4, he's looking like a like a top 5 quarterback. Yeah. And the and the Bills are one of the best teams in the league this year. So, it just takes time and and I don't know if you remember that playoff game that Josh Allen had against, I want to say it was the Texans. I want to say it was the Texans. I don't remember, but he made so many dumb decisions. Oh, the one where, is that the one where Deshaun Watson had that crazy run? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He made, uh, Josh Allen made so many bad decisions. Like I think he threw like a stupid interception and then he like tried to keep it in bounds and ended up fumbling it and just, doing all these ro- like yeah. rookie second year type type mistakes and and I if I'm not mistaken they lost that game right the so bills, I think so yeah the bills lost that game so are are you now going to be like oh my god Josh Allen is never going to be going to the playoffs it's like no it's just his first experience well like, that's probably what people were saying just like they say about they say that about Lamar right now or they they were saying that about Lamar until he ended up beating the chiefs they're like oh he can't be the chiefs he can't, can't beat big time teams so like they probably yeah. were saying that yeah they probably were and 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 these are the things like people love to to echo the things that they hear on like first take or espn or you know whatever they listen to to consume their sports <coughs> and what ends up happening is they get caught up in the storylines that Stephen a is putting out there Stephen a all he's trying to do is make things up to where they sound interesting, right? Is Lamar Jackson uh, not – is he actually a bad quarterback? Is he yeah. actually this? Yeah. They're just questions. And, and I think for the most part, you could go either way. And the fact that you can just means that there's uncertainty, you know? Yeah, the so, fact that it's a debate, yeah. Yeah, so do I think um, Zach Wilson – uh, will be a bust 
if we don't have a winning season in the next two or three years, no, I don't think so. I think by year, by year three, if we don't have a positive, a positive uh, record, I think then we might have to start thinking about looking elsewhere. Um, No doubt. But does that mean he's a bust that he's not a good quarterback? No, I just feel like he's been in a system that, that isn't clearly working for him or working for us. And that's why we need to part ways. And that's exactly what happened to Sam Darnold. So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the definition of a bust could be like, if he doesn't work out, I feel like if he doesn't work out for the team that he was drafted to, then that team considers him as a bust, but it doesn't mean he's not a good player because it could still be like the coach's fault and it just wasn't the right fit for the organization. And it's definitely what happened with Sam Darnold. Yeah, and they called they called Adam Gaze a crazy offensive mind. No way, bro. Like, that dude what? was so bad at the play worst calling. offense in the world. Yeah, like, like literally the worst offense of the league. And it's like, and he was endorsed by Peyton Manning. And listen, he was Peyton Manning's quarterback coach in in, in Denver. Do you think Peyton Manning listens to a word that Adam Gaze said? No, you know what? He's Peyton Manning, like. I'm not saying he doesn't need a coach, but like, do you think anybody's coaching up Tom Brady right now? Yeah. Right. Like, no, like, no, you're going to let him do what he thinks he's supposed to do. And you kind of just supervise. And when he decided to go for a head coaching position, Peyton Manning was one of those people that came out and said that he was a really good coach and gave him all his uh, condolences. Um, So I just think, I just think that, Adam Gaze really messed with Sam Darnold. And if Sam Darnold was ever going to have a good career, it wasn't going to be with the New York Jets because now you bring in Robert Salah and he's trying to change the culture, but your quarterback is still messed up in the head culture wise. uh, You know, like mentally, like, he's not in the right, he's not in the right space because of what Adam Gaze did and, and, and all those losing seasons. And, and eventually that just, as long as that continues to happen, you become complacent and it doesn't, you know, it rolls off your shoulder losses, you know, mm-hmm. now that, now that he got traded, it's like, now it's a whole new team. They expect a lot out of you They you know, exactly what they want out of you. And I think that was the best thing for Sam Darnold and, and for the jets. Cause we, cause we really did need, we really did need a, a, a change at quarterback and, and for the head coach. And, and I'm excited for the future, but, but Colin, how, how much more time do, do, do you have? Don't for, start. For don't Daniel start. Jones? With, no, you don't. Do you actually know about Daniel Jones this year? Uh, he I heard doing, he threw for 400 yards the other day. He's doing very right? well this year. Yes. He threw for 400 yards the other day. He's doing very well. He, I saw some ranking on Twitter. I passed real quick and no, it was not fake sports center. Like I always fall for, I promise. It was. Uh, you sure? Yeah, you need me I to promise. Recheck? I promise. Because the last time I had to uh, fact check you on one of those, uh, it was a fake account. But, I was like, okay. Cam Newton went to the Patriots before he actually did. I was like, oh shit. I was uh, like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> but he was. He's ranked like fifth, not as the fifth best quarterback, but like analytically the fifth best performing quarterback in the league right now. I don't. I think he has one interception, and it's only because he threw a hail mary at the end of the Saints game to try to obviously get a touchdown before it went to overtime. And he has not five plus games at a 90 plus QBR. Only him and Kyler Murray are doing that right now. So I think Daniel Jones 
is doing a great job this year. And I think Joe judges as well. I just think it's still trying to get everybody to jail because we still have a lot of new pieces and we've been switching out the linemen. We had Nick Gates get hurt, Shane Lemieux get hurt. So we're still putting in new pieces. Saquon's coming off his injury. Yep. Shepard and Slayton both just got injured. So I think the Giants will be good. And I don't think Daniel Jones is. I think after this season, no matter the record, or not no matter the record, but if he keeps up what he's doing, they're going to sign him again. Because I think this is his last year on the contract. Yeah. So I guess how many how many losing seasons do you think even if he's playing well. Yeah. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I actually was a huge Sam Donald fan. I didn't want to see him go, um, but I knew it had to be done. So what do you think? See, I don't think that's the thing that needs to be done. For the Giants, for the last six, seven, five, whatever years, it's been the O-line. That has been the thing that needs to be done. And the O-line is actually doing better this year. I think it's still, I think it's kind of like a Jets thing. It's new just new people so it's just yep. we're not all familiar yet but for i think sure. i don't think sure. i think daniel jones can be the guy I, I sometimes i question it but right now i'm i'm pretty confident daniel yeah and you wouldn't say like and what what year his fourth year right he got drafted the same year sam darnold no Am the I year wrong? after he got drafted the year after saquon got drafted the same year as sam darnold really Yes, because Saquon was second, Baker was first, Sam was third or fourth. Okay. Oh, so this is Daniel's, whatever year it is, I'm pretty sure it's the last year on his contract. I'm pretty sure it's his third. Okay, because I was just thinking, like, if, you know, this season isn't a winning season, you're kind of in the same position. The only difference is that you don't have a crazy ass. I don't know much about Joe Judge, but I don't think he's messing with his quarterbacks head no i mean the only thing that's messing with daniel's head is having a different offensive coordinator every year he's been on the giants yeah that's been tough so i think the first but that's the weird thing about i think the first person to go will be gettleman or garrett jason garrett i think he'll be the first one to go if we make a change if we don't start winning some games or we're paying the cowboys next week wow you know you know colin i'm super excited for thanksgiving football and i definitely want to bet on the cowboys this year and i'm, I'm saying not it now shit dude we can't bet against no we're gonna bet together cowboys. yeah no we can't bet against the cowboys every thanksgiving we have the past two years the, they're due they're due bro to win on thanksgiving no not this and year not. this is the team to do it what what are you trying to say the cowboys aren't a good team this Fuck year the cowboys. So far? <laughs> Like they're they falling. They're kind of unpredictable. I feel like they're they looked really well against the Buccaneers and they lost. And then they look like uh when they played um no, they destroyed the Eagles, didn't they? I forget. I just fucked the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I but, understand, Colin. I understand, but I are they, are I they playing a semi decent team? They're playing I'm looking up. Yeah, definitely. Look. Look it up. Look it up, bitch. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, some people might actually watch that and think that that You're... I'm a, that I'm a mean guy. Yeah, they're, they're like, I mean? damn, this guy's a fucking like, do it yourself, bitch. Like, <laughs> see, that's what I mean. Like, if you just look at the clips on our Instagram, it's like you definitely don't get the whole story. No, like, you definitely you, can't. like you. You need to get the the whole story from from here. So, so who I'm are they not, playing, Colin? I'm not betting on the Cowboys. They're playing the Raiders. 
Oh yeah. We didn't know, but to, you said this to me before the year started. We did not know the Raiders. It, it was game one. Game one. After I saw how how good the Cowboys played against the Buccaneers on that Thursday night football, I told you I'm betting on the Cowboys. I don't care who they're playing against. And then I saw the Raiders, and I'm like, they can't be that great. And then now they're three and one, and they've beaten yeah. some top teams. But I feel like the Raider. I feel like the Raiders will slow down before the Cowboys do. I, I do I do as well. It all depends on you know where they're at in the season, who's hurt, who's who's you know. And also uh, depends what that really well. Also depends what that spread's looking like. We don't know. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like if that yeah. spread, it's probably going to be no more than a three point spread either way. Yeah, and the morning game I think is the same thing. Bears Bears lines, right? Yeah. Who I'm going with Justin Fields on that one. Lions, no way. Yeah, definitely the Bears, right? Yeah. I would love, I would absolutely love to root on Justin Fields on Thanksgiving. But it is in Detroit, and it is in Dallas. Yeah, but it's always in Detroit, and they always lose in Detroit. You're right. They they fucking suck. Mitch. Mitch did win it for us last year, and that, dude, it was. And the year before, and the year before. Dude, it's so fun betting on Thanksgiving. It's it's actually my favorite holiday. No, it's It's, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. It's not my favorite holiday, but that is the my favorite thing to do on that holiday is bet the parlay. <laughs> no, like ever since we we threw a little gambling and you know, I've always loved Thanksgiving. I always thought it was one of my favorite holidays because it's all about, you know, family and 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 you know food, <laughs> food and being football. thankful and then football. And then now gambling now, dude, the past two years, we've made some real money doing this, bro. We're two like, for two. There is nothing that compares to Thanksgiving. And if we don't bet on the Cowboys and the Cowboys win, your aunt is going to laugh in our faces, bro. Bro, she will laugh in our faces. That's so true. I didn't even think about that. Because we can laugh in her face, right? Because, haha, we bet against the Cowboys and we were right. We were right. We were right. But... I don't know if I can do it, Christian. I don't know. I know. I mean, I depends, know it. It depends how it's looking at Thanksgiving, obviously. It does, and 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 we'll have more information uh, to go by, and uh, once that comes around, who who's the night game? Bills. Uh, I'm pretty pretty good game, and we're definitely going to go with the Bills. Not. It'll be kind of a good game, but Saints are. I, I still think it, it'll be entertaining. Uh, I think we take the Bills spread, though. I And it's probably going to be around six or seven. I would say it's probably seven. If it was six right now. Seven. We took the Saints. Remember, we took the Saints spread. It was like 10. Yeah, and they got it off that wacky shit. Yeah, bro. Because they, because I don't they, even remember. They went for a field goal, even though it wasn't fourth down. Yes. And. I don't even remember. Onside kicks. There was mad onside kicks. Three. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was such a nerve-wracking game. And it really didn't have to do with, like, where the Saints going to win or lose. Is it, Are they going to cover? Yeah, you know they need to I mean? win by 10. Yeah, they definitely they definitely do. Um, but yeah, or they what, definitely did. And and it worked out. And it worked out. And I think, I think the Bills will do something similar on Thanksgiving. So my thing is, right, Bears, Cowboys, uh, Bills. Bills. But see, it's, Cowboys. Today is October fourth. October fourth. Sixth. What? <laughs> yeah. Today is the sixth. Yeah, it's about to be the seventh. This is a 
We're breezing by this month. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> we are. It's already it's October 6th. So when that parlay hits, you'll just know that you hear you heard it here first about more than a month beforehand. So wow. That's gonna be but see who um Mike McCarthy. How long has he been the Cowboys head coach? I don't this is, remember. This is first second or second season. year. Second, second season? season, I believe. So I don't know how you – I know Packers have played Thanksgiving games before, but I don't know how UC is to coaching Thanksgiving games every year. Does that come into effect? No, but his team – his team knows how to play on Thanksgiving. Zeke, Dak, uh, even they're, – They're still both like three-year Thanksgiving players, like four years. Yeah, and I guess they haven't really won considering we bet against them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know, bro. But this is their year. This is this is their year to win on Thanksgiving. I'm not saying anything else. I just think that they're going to win on Thanksgiving. And 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 you heard it here first. But we might change the parlay depending on how good the Raiders are and how bad the Cowboys might be. So I guess and we'll see. And if we do change the parlay, you will hear it here first. <laughs> you will. And and uh, yeah, we'll we'll also look back on this if we if we. Listen, this this puts us in a great position because we're definitely taking the Bears and we're definitely taking the Bills. Yeah. So if we switch up our parlay, either way, we could take either one of the audios and say we got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how you play the social media game, baby. That's nobody how can stop it. us. You yeah. Can't stop us. Oh no, dude. Guys, you heard it here no first. Case. The Lions, Raiders, and the Saints are winning. Just in case, you know. Just in case. I had to say it just in case. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, the Lions are not winning, bro. Just They're in case. They're not winning that game. If they do, now we said it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We don't Is want Matt to Patricia so- still the head coach over at Detroit? I don't even know. I don't even know either. But, hey, did you hear about the head coach problem? Um, the little feud between Vic and the Broncos with uh, Harbaugh and the Ravens? No. You didn't? No. So do, what are you, do you talking know, about? Do you know what the Ravens – the Ravens broke a record on – Sunday against the Broncos. Do you know what that record was? I do not. I it was not the know. uh they tied for the most consecutive games for a hundred rushing yards or more, and it was 43. And they got that. So Ravens won that game 23 to 7, I think, something like that. So they didn't need to run this last play. Three seconds left on the clock. What do you do when you're up 14 points or whatever? You you knee it. Yeah. Harbaugh, Harbaugh runs the ball to get the record. They were three yards short of the record in the last three seconds of the game. So he went for the record. And Vic Fangio, or whatever his name is, threw a big hissy fit about it at the at the press conference. He was like, yeah, I know how they operate over there. I'm not surprised. Uh, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And then Harbaugh says, um, he's like, what did you expect to score 16 points in the last three seconds of the game or something like that? So like, <laughs> so... well. The question is, do you think that it was okay for Harbaugh to call run play there for the record? I being a don't. competitor, you don't think it's okay? No. I I so this is the first time I'm hearing of it, right? So yep. off my first my first thought is I remember playing football and going against coaches that weren't necessarily uh respectful opponents i mean um and not to say that 
Harbaugh like is a disrespectful guy because I actually think he's a really great coach. I think he's actually a really good guy. And I like the tenacity that he brings to the table every week. Uh, and that's what he instills that in his guys. Um, but the problem is, is what's worth more to you, the hundred yard rushing record or unspoken rules of the game? You know, it's kind of like, remember when Tatis Jr., do you remember this? Yes, when, yes. Uh, what was hit it? He a grand a slam yeah. or a home run or something like that, but they were already up mad runs, and they had a pitcher in that was not as good, and Tatis Jr. is like this new upcoming guy in the MLB, and, and they made a huge hissy fit. And he actually apologized in the press conference, and he said, sorry for hitting a home run in a baseball game. Yeah, Can no. you believe that? Wait. I I feel like he's okay to hit that home run. I think he is too. You're playing a baseball game. But at the same time, I am I am more involved with baseball now than I ever really have been. Uh and now that I work these games too. So I've noticed that there's a point in the game where both teams just want to to let the game go. Uh, kind of like, I want to say it's similar to the Yankees Red Sox game, but it's very different. Cause I don't think the Yankees ever gave up. But, like they both, um, they both, they both know the outcome and they know who deserved it. And like kind of how and it went. they don't want, yeah, they, they, yeah. And like, say, say a team's up like, and this happened a lot cause the Red Sox were up a lot, um, this season, um, to where they're up like maybe 10, 10 or so runs and we're still in the sixth inning yeah. and, and it's like what everybody wants is, you know, you're not going to win. It's the sixth inning. I mean, of course there's a shot, but um, usually they like to get the game going. And yeah. when you're doing things that prolong the game for no reason, other than to just smear it in your opponent's face, I think that's where they were going or coming from. And it's the fact that when he went up to bat, he was giving his all. And I think sometimes you, you don't really recognize these sorts of things um, unless you pay attention. And sometimes I, like, like I said, I wasn't too uh, close to baseball at the time of that Tatis junior home run. And I was thinking, you know, like, of course he should go up there and, and bat every, every time, but it's similar to the fact where if you have the ball, does that mean, do you have to run a play? So with the, I think the, the Tatis junior thing is more justified than the Ravens thing. I think that that's, I think so too. They're different I, for sure. Definitely. Cause the Ravens was the last little seconds. Like it was the last play. Like you couldn't need it. Cameras like they go to the field, coaches handshake over but they ran it and I don't think there's a big problem with trying to get three yards on the last play for the record. They did, deserve, did they get the record. They did. They they're right now they're tied for the record. I feel like that will come back to bite them in some way. You, you, you don't, you don't see that. I don't think it's a come back to bite them. I don't think it was a crazy thing. Cause it's not like nothing, no, nothing was affected. There's not like they ran for a, for a 60 yard touchdown. Is they just they wanted they deserved the record. They played a good game and they're a good team and, and they're they're having a good season. So Harbaugh wants Did them they to deserve beat. it. 
Did, why not? Did the game's really the game's still going on. There's still defenders on the field. Um, but again, these unspoken rules, it's like you already won the game. All you need to do is knee it and not risk any injury to any of the other players. And is it so much of a do you feel good about getting that record when the other side of the ball isn't playing their hardest? Because I doubt, and I, again, I didn't see it, so I can't say this for certain, but I doubt the guys on the other side of the ball were playing 100% like they would on a play that, that mattered. No, but, so, they but they weren't expecting a knee because they saw the formation. It wasn't like, I don't, I, okay, don't quote me as, I don't recall it being a fake knee. I'm pretty sure it was just a normal play. I, yeah, that would be a, a little bit much, right? If it, it was, was a, a fake knee? Yeah, it was a quarterback draw. Lamar just took it. Okay, so what I'll say to that is, you remember playing football, Colin. Say some team is beating us like crazy. We've been in those spots, right? We've been in those spots. Yes. And And you're expecting this game just to be over. And then they come out and run another play. Like, all I'm saying is you've already checked out because once they get the ball, it's like, all right, game's over. You're already checked out. It's, it's, it's a thing that happens because most times the game's over. And, and I used to be that guy that when teams would take a knee, I would try to bulldoze the, the lineman. I was that asshole. Exactly. So how can you... How can you even say that then if you're giving it your all? Because defense? I was always ridiculed for. I was always like, like I was I crazy. Like, I feel like that's the that's culture what they made it, me though. out to seem like. I feel like the culture around that it should be should be changed. Like, I mean, there is un, un, unspoken and unwritten rules in every game, but like you're on you're still between the lines. Like you're playing football still. There's okay, a play to be ran. Okay, so you're saying that if at the end of a game. Because uh, kneeing ta- takes cause, a knee. Because kneeing is a kneeing is not a is not always a form of mercy. It's a strategy. There's no reason to risk a fumble when you're when you have the game in the bag. That's the point. That's not. Sure. It's not really. I don't think it's really a mercy thing. It's looked at it that way, but it's really a strategy so that you don't risk the, risk giving up the points. Even if you're only up three, you have the ball and they have no timeouts. You're kneeing it. It's a close game, but you have the win. You just knee it. They didn't have what they really wanted. They knew they had the win probably minutes before, but they wanted that record. Sure, sure. So with that being said, right, if the Giants were in a clear position to win the game and they come out in their formation in in a victory offense, right, and they go to take a knee and someone tries to bulldoze your right guard, are you not being like, what the fuck are you doing? The game's over. What what, What is this guy doing trying to prove? What is he trying to prove right now? Is that not exactly what you would say? I mean, yeah, I mean. You would. You wouldn't yes. be like, oh, that guy's still fighting. Don't hate on that guy. You'd be like, what is he doing? Yes, right? because, well, okay, but when you're down 16 points, because the, the goal of what the Ravens were doing was not to score. It was nothing. They were not trying to win the game on the play because they couldn't. The game was already won. 11 defenders on the other team, on the Broncos, don't know about this record. They, they think they did. I think because Vic knew about it, head coach. So he maybe the coach did, no, but, but he, like so there's a video of him like on the sideline. I think I don't remember exactly what he's saying, but he's like he's yelling at something. And then when they when they do get it, like when they get it, he gets so mad. He throws his headset on the ground, he starts swearing because I think he's mad that one that they did it and that they succeeded in doing it. So I think that he was aware. And I think that he obviously would have told someone on the defense. 
I don't there's, know, man. There's obviously, there's obviously a reason they were running a play. They had to have known. But either way, the defender going over the line thing could be different because if you're down 16 points and you're on the defense and there's three seconds left, you can't win the game. So what are you doing? But if you're a defender on the side and there's and there's three seconds left and you're down by three, maybe you force a fumble and scoop it and score. You never know. But that's not what happened in this in this in this Ravens game, right? No, exactly. It was the offense. So 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 they weren't, but so, they weren't going for a win or a score. They were just going for three yards. They were going for a record. They were going for a record. Now, again, try to put yourself in these players' shoes, right? Try to try to think about it as if you were Vic, right? Like, are me as a football player, I am not here to stop someone from breaking a record. I'm here to win the game. Mm. I don't give a a flying fuck if they get this record. What what it doesn't do anything for my contract. It doesn't do anything for my well-being. It doesn't it doesn't win me a game. I've already lost the game. Why am I why am I going to try and give my 100% effort just to break this record of them out of spite of them? So why? So okay. that's all personal. That's personal yeah. so vendettas they, against the other team. If the well, no, it's not personal. What's personal about it? It's not. It was not a personal record. It was a team record. The team no, deserves yeah, it. Yeah, no, but I'm but I'm saying it has nothing to do with a win or loss. It has to do with I need to stop them from breaking a record. A record, not anything else. Like so, why like, should the so why should the Ravens? default to not breaking it just because the defense doesn't care about stopping it because in standard play in normal standard play they didn't get the record well it zeros aren't on the clock and it's in between the lines balls you're right and and listen i understand where you're coming from for sure but there are some unspoken rules and i am one of those guys who has learned that you only make yourself look like a jackass if you go a hundred percent on that last play where the team should be taking a knee if they were I think it's different. Respectful. I think there's I think it's different if there's nothing at stake. If there's nothing at stake and you're just running another play because you think that you could fuck this defense up and score a 40 yard touchdown, different. But there's something at stake here. There's a record. It is is that record more important than the safety or the well-being of the defenders on the other side of the team. That's where that respect comes from. But they knew they were in a they were in a formation. They weren't a they weren't in a kneeling formation. They knew a play was bad to be ran. That's just like I every agree. other. They're in the huddle, right? Uh, uh, we're calling QB draw, QB draw, ready, break. They come out, and it's not the victory formation you're expecting. Now, yeah. as a defense, you're like. What do I do? But as for what you're saying, apparently they, they may have known. They may have, but let's say that they didn't. So let's say that they, they didn't. Until right? they ready, saw the formation. Ready, break. They come out and, and you're like, I thought this is over. Uh, what the fuck are these guys doing? And they're just like trying to fucking put it in your face, trying to keep this stupid ass record. Why does that, why does the record matter? Why, why does it matter? What do you mean? It's a record. Like they want to break a record. So... Let me ask you, is it they would have broke the record or they already have the record no, see, and they thing. wanted to prolong so, it? No. So doing what 
doing that ties them for first in the record. So no, it's not like they were places above the record. No, that would be different, I would say. But no, they are. They just tied the record. Now they're tied. So they still have to do it another time, which they will against the Colts. Truthfully, I, I truthfully, I just don't. It's like, get, but if you need, it's like giving up on the record. It's like, you know, it's right there. And now I'm just not going to attempt it. Like now I'm just going to give it up because I beat this team so badly. Why, why should you have to lose your record? Because you fucked this team up so badly where you're in victory formation. Listen, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, but there, there are some unspoken rules. And also, okay, there. this is a little bit of a stretch, I think, what Harbaugh said. With 18 seconds left on the clock, I think it was something like that, under like 20, and Broncos are down two or three scores. Why are they throwing for a touchdown if it's impossible for them to win? Why are you going for it if like there's no point? That's what they were doing. And so that's what Harbaugh said to him. It's kind of the same thing. Because you have to... You have to keep, you can't give up. The Ravens would have given up on the record. No, that's not giving up. That's not yes, it okay. Is. That's giving up on the record, not on the is 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 the game about winning or 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 is it about breaking records? They already now, won. I I can see your points. I'm just saying I I don't have I honestly didn't have a problem with it. But let's say I'm say I'm the head coach of the Broncos, maybe I do, but See, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm thinking about it from the others from from Vic's point of view from the Broncos side because it is something that's that's unprecedented. I would say it's not normal for a team to run a play when they're it's not necessary for them. It's not normal for a team to put their team at risk for a record. No, but that, how many times has a record been able to be broken on the last play of the game? Probably not many. Sure. Sure. And that's why there's a case for it and there is a case against it because it's it's unprecedented. Yeah. But but in my head, if I'm Coach Harbaugh, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> it's not worth it's not worth one breaking an, an, an unspoken rule, and two, it's not worth putting my players in any more uh danger than they are in a typical game anyway. We're just going to need this out and, and get it over with. I think the best point for your case is the safety thing. That's probably the only way where it's, I, I, I mean, there's other ways, but I would agree with that. Like, don't risk the safety for, for a record that, but it's an NFL record. Like, uh. Sure, but, and I don't want to say it's meaningless, but because it, it definitely has some some weight there. But I feel... Uh, I mean, is it self? Is it them, selfish? Probably. Yeah, yeah, it's selfish. It's selfish. Yeah, it's that's, probably that's a good way to put it. It it puts a good uh check mark on Harbaugh's resume for sure. Does it? As in, as in, like, uh, like I'm sure he was the coach of all 43 of those games. Wait, see, yes, but here's the thing: you had to break these rules. And they're not real rules, of course. You're right. As long as you're in the lines, the clock's still going. You have the right to run whatever you whatever you want, right? That's that's what you're saying in theory. Yeah. But it's not normal to put these guys at risk more than they already are. You know what I mean? And like I said, I don't know exactly what happened or how well prepared the defense was. But if they just broke the huddle and came out in a formation that 
no one was expecting. I think, um, I think that also puts the defense in a position that makes them a little unsafe because, because they weren't expecting to actually run a play. So they've already checked out and, and rightfully so considering the team has the ball with 18 seconds left to go and there's no chance at winning anymore. You know, see, if you're down two scores, you go down and score a touchdown. Next thing you know, you get the onside kick. You can make something happen. So it makes sense for the opposing team to keep playing as long as possible. Um, but is it is it worth the risk? I, I, I just I just can't I can't get myself there. I can't I can't. Well, I have to agree to disagree. I, but I can see your points. Not that we have to agree to disagree, but. No, no, no. It's true though. It's true. It's that we agreed because it's, it's just, you know, I, of course there's nothing really wrong with it. You're in the line. Sure. Yeah. Die. You're going to die on that high horse. You know what I mean? Go, <laughs> go for it, Harbaugh, you know, go for it. But listen, if they don't get that record this week against the Colts, see there, that's, now it's where, a discussion. that's a discussion. That, that's mean, where I'm saying that could come back and bite them because they're so focused on this record that they almost do too much to try to get it. And maybe. now, and now that could be detrimental. So maybe that against that against the Ravens. This That's week? why I didn't um, pick them in my suicide pool. There you go. That's not why, but thank God I didn't. <laughs> there you go, pal. But they're both doing good, whatever. Good coaches, good teams. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. But we got another coaching dispute. You had to heard about this one. Urban Meyer. Have you heard about what he did? Bro, listen, <laughs> that guy is actually insane. I all, all I saw were some pictures and that after they lost their game, he went back to Ohio and just got super hammered and hanging out with all these young chicks. Yeah, so there's a, you haven't seen the video? I don't think so. There's a was video. He dancing with him or there's something? A video of this, like, there's a video of this girl dancing on him while he's sitting, but there's also a video where, where I watched it. They blurted out. He's sliding his hand like on into her inner thigh and like i think like up her pant like up her dress or skirt or whatever in Gross. the middle of the bar see this is why he is a great college whatever, coach whatever he yeah <laughs> yeah true but whatever he did not was, an nfl coach you know what i mean yeah. like whatever like, he did it was good know? enough it was enough to have to blur it out so i'm not sure exactly what happened in that blur yeah so as long as he wasn't like sexually harassing the girl and and she felt really uncomfortable by the way he was doing that um if if that wasn't the case like that would be i would think a very okay thing to do as a college coach if you're winning game after game after game after game after game like he does but not when you're uh, the in college not when you're the one in three or oh and four jaguars i don't even know the record yeah, did you see the did you see the statement given out by the Jaguars owner? No. What did did you? So, yeah, the statement came out and and he said that, you know, we talked to coach uh coach Meyer um and we feel confident going forward forward with him, but we made sure that he understands that the only thing he should care about right now is is winning games and making sure their team is getting better and not just saying, you know what? I don't like it down here in Jacksonville. And this is 
this has been mm -hmm. actually a really bad experience for me. And I actually don't feel that confident in what I'm doing. So, you know what, let me go have fun back where I know I can have fun. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, and those videos can't come out. And, it, and it's not like he was, he didn't know there were videos taken. I mean, he took pictures with these girls. Like it's not, you know, yeah. it's not like he didn't recognize what was going on. I, I feel like he, he's also a, a, an older man, you know, he should, he should be accountable for exactions. And I'm very surprised that they continued their relationship. But I think after this season, I think both parties will, will part ways. Really? Okay. So this is my take. I think that, so what he did was inappropriate in the sense that he is married by the way. And that's, wow. not, that is not his wife. Um, inappropriate wow. because he is far older than that girl. Yeah, for sure. And probably because it's not a good image for the team. But I, I heard, I think I heard some statement by either him or the owner that he that the players forgave him and whatever, and that they're like trying to like. I I just found it all BS. I honestly don't think any of the players care. That's how I would think about it. I don't think they care about their coach having a good night. In the sense, no, I listen. Think, I would care. I would care. I would care. Uh, 100%. Okay, what if you were four and zero? Different story. So if that was, if that was uh, Cliff Kingsbury, right? That's the head coach of the Cardinals. Sure, I think maybe yeah. not. Yeah, um, no, no, no. Yep. If you're Cliff and you're out doing that, and that gets found, and you're single, is it a problem? Actually, I, I'd have to go back from what I said. I, I. I still don't think that's that's the right thing to do when you're four and all. What like when you're in the NFL? Okay, okay, yeah. not. I mean, you shouldn't be slipping your hand either. I just meant like the general, like going out and partying. Like, I don't know of any coaches that are partiers. Do you do you know any coaches that that Urban, have Urban Meyer? <laughs> sure, college coaches, yeah, but like. This is this is serious now when you get to the NFL. This is this is you're responsible for using these players that they've paid millions of dollars to. And if you don't use them correctly, it also looks bad on them. And not only that, that affects their contracts going forward. So as a head coach in the NFL, especially your first season, you have a lot to prove and I think, I think, you know, it's not, it's not right. It's definitely not right to do that. Now, uh, it, it definitely wasn't appropriate for him to be, you know, yeah, 100%. Be, you know, going against his wife and, and, um, being with the girl that, that, it, that it's underage and it's a super, super duper bad look. Um, I just, I, I don't think, there's that kind of seriousness in college and he might have been comfortable doing such a thing because that had gone on for so long at, you know, uh, Ohio state. Yeah. Did you, do you, did you hear why he said he didn't go on the plane back home with the players? Why? So he was only there because he said, he, he told the players he's not going to go back on the home, back on the plane home because he thinks that they needed some time to, taking a loss and he wanted to spend time with his family that is in Ohio because that's where that's where they were so he said he was staying back to stay with to hang out with his family which he might have done but 
when you say that and then this pops out like that's a, that's bad a real bad look that's a real bad look real bad look. that's real bad it's not looking yeah. good and sorry for duval we have a little bit of duval in our hearts but no, look- that's what i mean like i i want i want good things for jacksonville i really do um and it it really sucks to see what's going on down there and 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 imagine being trevor lawrence like yeah like imagine being trevor lawrence it's it's, it's your rookie season and your your image and your your preparation is is being is being what's the word is I don't know. It's just being looked at all the time. Like yeah. you, you have so much weight on your shoulders to be not only a, a well-spoken uh, guy, but, but, but also a really, really talented football player who looks like he's at least improving. That's a coach. Yeah. I saw some interviews with fans and like, some were like, this is an awful look for Jacksonville on the team. And literally like two or three of them were like, I really don't care. They were just like, whatever. Well, 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 you know, like, like I was saying, like, think about, think about, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you know what I mean? It's like, no, yeah, it's, you got to really think of these people as people like, yeah. Oh, who cares that he went out and, and did this, but the dynamics, you know, are, are, are real. And, and to me, if I was a player of his, I'd be very upset with my coach. I'd be very upset with my coach. No, yeah, that makes sense. I'd be For sure. Upset. Well, did we talk all about sports today, Colin? I think is we did. Sports podcast, huh? Is that is that what we are now, pal? I guess so. We haven't no, been for a while. No, yeah, I know, man. But, you know, we love our sports. We love our sports. We love our sports teams. And there's a lot going on right now. Except so. the Boston Red Sox. Uh, what, what do you mean? What, what is that supposed to mean? We don't love the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I love the ball. I said, we love sports. We love what's going on in sports right now. Yeah. And I, you said you'd be love sports. And I said, except the Boston Red Sox. Okay. We, as a unit don't love any of the same teams, which is unfortunate. It's kind of crazy. It is guardians, baby. You're right. Except the guardians, except the guardians. My guard shirt. I I can't wait for that to come back. We'll get into that another time, but I am so excited for that. I know, dude. I'm so excited. 2022, hopefully. Hopefully. I think it might be three. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, well again, thank, thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you to everybody that, you know, sticks on the, the brother from another mother train that we're about to take into the moon. It's and we're a taking brother to the moon. from another from another from mother. another mother whoa yeah i'm glad we didn't make the video the, yeah you the, knew our we intro to go stunt in yeah we gotta clip that don't just stop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah stop the front end you know that we rock yeah up all the night no it says you know that we ride really i think i think so I, I don't know ask dev you know, i guess i'll ask dev no he's doing this thing he's doing this thing but um but yeah, no, if, uh, on the real, it's like, uh, the fact that, you know, we have, we have some listeners is actually a really, it's, it's a really, you know, great thing. And, and it definitely motivates us to keep making podcasts and to keep doing this. So, so thank you to everybody that's listening. Um, you know, check us out on our Instagram, on our Spotify, on our YouTube, uh, like share comment, do all those things. Um, 
you know, to, su- to support your boys. We're B family. That's what we are. As, 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 we're B family. What's no, up, B fam? B family. Yeah, but people say fam for family. I, so it works anyway. What's up, fam? What's up, B fam? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're saying the same thing. I know. I wasn't, I wasn't disagreeing with you. It's B family. <laughs> because, because we can be family, but we can also be fam. Wow. That's the same thing. Brother from another mother. Peace. 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 Super Saiyan. <laughs> ah! Brother from another mother. Checking out. Waka, waka. Peace. What's up, brother from another mother? Get a place to be. Get a place to be. You know it's the podcast, but some letter G on the boys on and out. It's your brother from another, from another mother. Yeah, you know we really about to go stuntin' on.